Can we learn anything useful from the past? And I think we can, and probably we should, in particular from Stoic philosophers. I'm a big lover of their approach, their methodology, the principle, and how this actually apply to the current world of business. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you five leadership lessons that I actually discovered from Stoic philosophers that I'm sure that will expand your perspective. So stay tuned. You know, you're going to love this episode because the principles are key for your success. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. In this episode, uh, as I said in my introduction, I'd like to resurface some of the incredible work that's been done by our, uh, our past uh, philosophers. And uh, I have to say, so there are so many great lessons that we can learn from them and use them in our own way of leading our organization or leading our team. So, you know, I'm a big fan of reading, you know, from uh, reading in general, but also, you know, reading particularly from uh, past experiences, from past leaders. And, you know, uh, as deep as you go, then the more you discover and the more you realize that essentially what we are saying, you know, today in 2023 is not really different than what actually many other people thousand years before us actually used to say. So to be very specific, I'm fascinated, as many out there right now, you know, with the Stoic philosophers. And uh, it's fascinating, really, because there are so incredible lessons. But also, I think, uh, given the current pace, uh, current uh, complexity, current uh, uncertainty, I think the the point of view of the Stoics, it's so interesting because it's really, I think, help us to get back to a balance, a status where we understand what really means be in harmony with yourself, with the body, but also with your mind. And that's exactly why I want to bring this in the episode. So in particular, I would like to share with you five uh, leadership insights or lessons that I personally discovered from Stoic philosophers, and in my opinion, they might expand your perspective too. So let's start it. So number one, focus on what you can control. And again, that is not particularly new, right? But um, so, for example, Epictetus emphasized the importance of focusing on what is within our control. His teachings encouraged individuals to direct their energy and efforts towards things they can influence, right? Rather than wasting time on external factors beyond their control. Look. We all know that, but still, right? When we're facing uncertainty, challenges, you know, we started to consider, you know, even it started actually from the language, right? We start to consider where we need to put the blame on, right? So we start pointing fingers, putting blame on others, on things, on events. And, you, you know, given the current climate and economy, it's so easy doing that. Well, Epictetus had a completely different view. Focus what you can control, right? Uh, so one quote that I think represents well what he said was, you know, make the best use of what is in your power and take the rest as it happens. Isn't great? Isn't magnificent, by the way, right? So that's it really is building a positive mindset about things, right? So that's one lesson to me that, again, we take it for granted by us not because we tend to complain and blame things that we can't control. 
And, and by the way, focus our attention and, and actions on that. All right, so let's take lesson number two. Embrace adversity and learn from it. Marcus Aurelius believed that challenges and obstacles should be seen as opportunities for growth and self-improvement. He emphasized the importance of accepting adversity and using it as a stepping stone to achieve greater success, right? So, look, and again, that is another very timing point of view. Very timing due to the, all the challenges and obstacles the way you all see, right? So, and again, it's, you know, the concept of the glass, right? Half empty or half full. Well, you know, Marcus Helio probably understood the power of looking always to an opportunity to grow and improvement rather than to see challenges and obstacles. And the quote represents well what he said was, the impediment to action advances action. So what stands in the way becomes the way. That is another wonderful quote. Right, so can you see the value of actually resurfacing this principle? Because again, are basic, but sometimes we need to reconnect with what is really important and what is also a good way to see essentially all the challenges that we have in life. So life is a, is a roller coaster, but the way how we see our life, the, the way how we see the world, has a huge impact then on the action so the success we can actually achieve, regardless of what is happening. All right, so let's go to principle lessons number three. So, and that's again very interesting too. So practice emotional intelligence. So what I discovered in my research is Seneca emphasized the importance of emotional control and rationality. His teachings highlighted the significance of understanding and managing one's emotions. So, for example, when faced with a conflict between team members, a stoic leader will remain calm, emphasize with both sides, and facilitate a constructive dialogue to find a resolution. Again, nothing surprising or nothing new, despite the fact that that was actually said and practiced so many years ago, right? It's not something that come, you know, from an article on HBR that was written in the 90s. But then we lost it, right? We lost the importance of emotional intelligence. For a very strange reason, we really, I mean, when I say we, right, as a, as a society, right? So we embraced for many, many years, decades, you know, a completely different style, different leadership way for, uh, you know, for being an organization. So emotional intelligence for many years has completely vanished and disappeared. Now it's surfacing again. That's great. So leaders are embracing more. But we forgot the importance of that, right? Seneca also said, it's not the man who has too little, but the man who craves more that is poor. Lovely. All right, so that was emotional intelligence. And number four, I mean, again, what's new here? Lead by example. Again, Epictetus emphasized the importance of virtuous action over mere words. His teaching suggested that leading by example is more effective than simply giving instructions or advice. By embodying the value and the principle they advocate, leaders can inspire and gain the trust of their team members. So, around this, look, we all know that we are the message. As a leader, we are the message. We embody the words that we use. 
So every single time that we don't, we you know, we create a clear, not only misunderstanding, but clearer erosion of trust in people. And Epictetus was way, way, you know, in front of us on this. And he said, you know, preach not to others what they should eat, but eat as becomes you and be silent. So that's brilliant. So I think that's really the importance of going back. And sometimes, you know, it's like when you, you know, the way I see this, you know, why, you know, Andrea is bringing, you know, stoic philosophers into conversation today in 2023, because sometimes it's good to go back to the basic. It's good to step back and say, okay, what that, you know, what, what we are doing really means for others, for the society that we are creating. Okay, so last one is maintain an attitude of gratitude. And that's honestly, among the five, is the less used, or is the less applied principle. And again, let's go back to Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius encouraged individuals to appreciate the present moment and find contentment in what they have. I mean, this stoic practice, if you like, of gratitude can be applied, of course, by each of you, right? To acknowledge and express appreciation um, for the contributions of the team members, fostering a positive world culture. And this, honestly, it's really, really poorly done by leaders in organizations. We tend to consider that everything is a given, everything is a minimum satisfaction. So we, you know, completely underestimate important saying strong thank you on appreciated you know the work that people do and also appreciating when people they speak up we'll talk about culture in the next episodes but be really grateful for the contribution of everyone and again many organizations many leaders don't have this they don't care and they don't understand the impact of lack of appreciation actually in people's motivation and Mark Regis ended with this. When you rise in the morning, think of what is what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. Look, true leadership lies in mastering, you know, oneself, finding strengths in adversity and leading with virtue and wisdom. That was the point of this episode. Let's master this. Let's find really strength in adversity as the first two principles I share with you and leading with virtue and wisdom with being coherent, be consistent, be, have a strong ethics, be authentic, be genuine, lead with emotional intelligence. Look, nothing new, but that is the basic of great leadership. Forget about, you know, this iconic leaders, you know, with a boost, you know, with a strong ego and, you know, they're all over the media. Forget about this. Learn by the Stoics. Stoics were not in, in front of everything or everyone just to show up. They were consistent in applying this principle. And, you know, you guess what happened? They were happy. Because, you know, whatever we're talking about, you know, leadership, you know, leadership, yeah, definitely is you know, stepping up in, in the career, achieving great results, maybe become a CEO at some point, maybe have, uh, definitely, not maybe, definitely have, you know, a wealthy lifestyle. All is great. But if they don't lead to be happy in our life, I know your answer, right? It's completely useless. So I hope you like the, the episode today. I think it's a lot of food for thought. And that, by the way, that is a back on an article and a post I wrote on LinkedIn. So follow me there. So 
because I write every single day about lessons, learning from myself, from others, about being a CEO, being a leader in an organization. So find me there, connect. Let me know what you think about these talks. I mean, and if you're looking for any, any source, because I know people uh, ask me this, well, probably a, a good book to start with is a book by Ryan Holiday. So The Daily Stoic, 366 Meditation and Wisdom, Perfer- Perseverance, Perseverance, sorry, and the Art of Living. So Food for Thoughts, Send me a notes on LinkedIn, um, but also, you know, what well, I really appreciate uh, follow this this show. I mean, we are spending a lot of time, efforts to, you know, bring lessons to the audience. So following and rating the show is completely free. So I would really appreciate your help. Anyway, thank you so much for being with me today again and see you next Thursday.